vision with attack, bitch, I'm Malcolm X. Haters shredding my effect, they want that DOS effect. Get your hands up high like a false arrest. Let me see them up high, this is not a test. Yes, put them up, this is not a test. My hands where I can see them, fuck the false arrest. So I fit that I rock shit permanent. Projects, bitch, reckless. Extra magazine, hopped on the jet with my ebony check. Blacker than the S express. Behind the back pass is so effortless. LeBron James to you, Amorosis. Dapper Dan at 4 a.m. Shit, I am the culture. I made my own wave, so now they anti-title. I'm living a no-sock life despite you. Since the Khalif died, they've been at my neck. Y'all can tell them Trayvon is coming next. The SEC, the FBI, or the IRS. I pass the alphabet boys like an eye test. Yeah. I'm good on any MLK Boulevard. I'm good on any MLK Boulevard. See my vision with a tech, bitch. I'm Malcolm X. Haters dreading my effect. They want that DOS effect. This is Turn on the Tape. We are back. Year episode 18. Ronnie yeah. J. What's happening, man? Hey, man, look, we are here. Uh, another episode. It's, uh, it's Black History Month, February. Yeah. It's, uh, it's our birthday month. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Turn me up this um, Sunday. Listen, man, 25? Hey, I don't know about you. I'm 22. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> young boy. Yeah, no, you're not. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I ain't even gonna hold you, bro. I almost said, bro, why are we in the house today? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We got it's it. ridiculous <laughs> outside, fellas. Yeah, man, we got the got the ridiculous views. Man, it's like seventy four. Look, hey, listen, that's the sun gonna feel good on you. I mean, that's the black effect. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I'm, here. <laughs> I'm here for all sunlight. Yeah, you know I mean, so definitely shout out to. To everybody uh, checking us out each and every week, mm-hmm. uh, we definitely wanted to make sure we show homage to everybody um, that came before us, especially uh, the African Americans that came before us in this, I guess, in this space of media in this realm <laughs> broadcast. This media. Uh, so definitely shout out to them for opening the door for for young brothers such as ourselves. Um, yes, Let's go ahead and jump it all straight, man. Listen, the Super Bowl Super. just happened. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. The game was better than the commercials, and I think that's that might be an unpopular opinion. But see, look, peep this, though. This is what blew me about the commercials. Most of them weren't spectacular. Cause them shits dropped last week on Twitter. <laughs> I seen, like, I've seen most of them on Twitter, like last week. So I'm sitting there like, oh yeah, I definitely seen this on the timeline. Oh yeah, I'm like, bro, I'm not. <laughs> the hackers came through with bro, it. Bro, <laughs> how do you leak commercials? Listen, man. Hey, everybody got a price. Look though. <laughs> Again. 
I'm never gonna hold you. I ain't gonna hold you right here. <laughs> I was more here for the queso dip I made. The queso rather dip. than the Super Bowl game. How, how was the queso dip, man? Hey, look, man, look. <laughs> hey. Is there some more of the queso dip? Was that gone? Look, that was definitely lunch yesterday. Wow, wow. Definitely lunch yesterday. Like, okay. Bro, Okay. Queso dip, like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That queso dip was elite. Elite queso elite. dip. <laughs> Bro, like, that's how bad that game was. Like, I was more interested in queso dip. Well, hey, man, I can't, I can't blame you. Uh, hey, it, look. it was a little slow, but obviously if you're a fan... <sighs> You uh you you love the the chess match that uh, was the Super Bowl. See, and that's the only part that I actually like, am cool with, cause I just told you like slightly earlier. I knew Sean McVay mm-hmm. would try to overthink this game, cause he he's like. He thinks. He is a thinker. Mm-hmm. A critical thinker. And it's like when he if if he was playing any other coach, that could have worked. Yep. But how do you outthink a genius? Oh, I don't I don't don't give me lie. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Sean clearly didn't know. You can't overthink a genius. Because then Said genius will just keep it simple. And while you overthink, mm-hmm. he's keeping it simple. And that's what happened on Sunday. And the past five of those yes. times they've been there. <laughs> I mean, they just, like you said, kept it simple and went in there not overly Excited! This was like they came off the bus. It was like, uh, you know, <laughs> this this is week eleven. <laughs> New England didn't do anything <laughs> spectacular on offense. Yeah, like not one thing. To be honest, the offense didn't look good. No. Tom Brady didn't look good, but Tom Brady had two things that the Rams didn't have. Mm-hmm. Actually, three, but I'm only counting two right now because one we already get it. Tom Brady had Bill mm-hmm. and Julian. And Julian, yep. And Julian. That's why New England won. And they also had Sony Michelle. See, we don't even have to add Sony in. Because <laughs> who else ran like pretty good, which shocked me. Rex. Rex Burkett. Rex. <laughs> Rexy. Rex. Rex got By it no stretch, way, twist, flip. Anyway, is Rex Burkhead a good back? <laughs> I'm sorry. He's not. But he really played his role perfectly. Yep. He ran hard. I, I cannot take that from him. He ran extremely hard. In those few carries he had. Yep. Dude, 
They won. And you get in there, you like, oh, Rex ain't about to do nothing. Oh, this is a three-yard run. Oh, this is 23 yards. (laughs) He averaged (laughs) 6.1 yards a carry. Yeah. that's Rex Burkett. Rex Burkett. Ladies and gentlemen. In the Super Bowl. (laughs) Gronk. Stepped on the bus, as you said earlier. Yes, he did. Gronk was on the bus. I mean, I'm shocked. Uh, Well, wait, let me me not say that. I'm not shocked. Because I knew (laughs) that Gronk would would step up a little more. Old Gronk, no. I was not expecting 10 catches for 240 and three touchdowns. Like, no. But Gronk played his role. Yep. And he stepped up from how he'd been playing. He actually made a difference. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and... As shocking as that sounds. And like they did uh, against who they played last time? Chiefs? Chiefs and Chargers? Yeah, they played the Chiefs. Uh, the Patriots, I'm talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. When they went against the Chiefs, what did they do? Move Gronk around. Try to get him the ball. Actually, incorporate him in the game plan. But I honestly think, like we were talking about off air, was how we said during the season they just trying to make it to <laughs> to the postseason. That's it. So they're not trying to force it to Gronk all season. Although he was hurt and not available sometimes. Uh, for well, let me be. Yeah, for most of the season. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. They came out in the playoffs this year and just said, hey, let's get back to the basics and do what we do. I, all season, I did not think that they ran the ball very well. And then all of a sudden in the playoffs, Sonny Michelle turns into Corey Dillon. Yeah. Uh, because he passed Corey Dillon for the most rush yards in franchise postseason history. Mm-hmm. Just that quick. I mean, hey. And <laughs> see. Uh, it's so crazy because the player who played the greatest game in their last Super Bowl win or even their last loss, James White. Yeah. He didn't do anything. He was damn near. He played a huge role in a in multiple Super Bowl games. Mm-hmm. Not too long ago, he just had like fifteen catches, and did so in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Dude, two rushes for four yards, one catch for five. That's just how you know, like <laughs> they never have names, like big names. But bro, James White. Who played an excellent game in multiple Super Bowls? Yep. You didn't use him. You didn't need him because Rex Burkhead and Sony Michelle, mm-hmm. a rookie, stepped up and played even better so that you wouldn't even need James White. Yeah. Like, that blows (laughs) my mind. And a lot of people were shocked that this was the first-round pick of the Patriots last year. Because they normally, they all, their first-round pick is normally somebody you've never heard of or either they traded away. They either trade it or it's a left guard. Yeah, all right. (laughs) Let me protect Tom Brady. Yeah. And lo and behold, they got a guy who was, who split carries in college. 
He did, he was behind Todd at one point. Which now <laughs> I'm now it's 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 it sounds crazy now, but like Go ahead, say it. it's smart to draft these guys now. Cause I'm like now you have guys like Josh Jacobs, mm-hmm. who was third string. He doesn't have wear and tear on him. He's fresh. Yep. Draft him high. Yep. He's fresh. Hey. <laughs> he has talent. He's fresh. He won't like stayed healthy because he wasn't used, but he's talented. Yeah, he there. Knows, he knows that. Draft him high. <laughs> Stop playing with these guys. As you just see, he split carries his whole time in Georgia. Now he just almost had 100 yards rushing for New England in the Super Bowl as a rookie. Six touchdowns rushing in the postseason. That's second most in NFL history. Sony Michelle. Uh, Three listen, of them in a the game. <laughs> listen, man, if you don't think the back end, like, it doesn't really matter where you get drafted. <laughs> I mean, Obviously, we know about the money involved with the different slots in the uh, pecking order, 1 through 30, 32 in the first round. But listen, if you can ball and a team sees that, listen, you got a chance to be somebody special if you take advantage of the opportunity. Yep. And we'll be talking about the rest of our mock draft uh, that we had drafted up. I think we are about about pick 1920. 1920, somewhere around there. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll definitely talk about these college prospects. I got a couple names at the uh at the end of my draft that might turn some heads. Uh no no trades though. No trades this time. <laughs> this time. No trades this time. This though. time. Um but yeah, man, the Patriots, Patriots with the Patriots, like you said. Uh going on to the Rams side, uh, like we talked about a few minutes ago, they allow four sacks. Let's not even get to listen, that yet. Man. Let's not listen. even get to that point yet. It's one word that needs to be said, and after it's said, that question needs to be answered. Todd. Todd Gurley. <laughs> yep. Who, what, where, when, and why? Ten carries. He looked great on his first carry. And on his first two carries, he took a great stretch play. Cut it back. Mm-hmm. Got like eight yards. Like, he looked like old Todd Gurley. Yeah. Then here comes C.J. Anderson for the rest of the game. With his seven carries. <laughs> yep. Hey, man, the the running game was just not there. They just went away from it. Uh, Sean McVay, like we said, panicked, I think. Yes. Uh he wanted to, I guess, try to get a lot of big plays. But obviously, we know uh, the way Bill Belichick plays defense, you're not going to get the <laughs> the option to do that. He had a couple chances on some throws that just didn't come through or somebody just made a hell of a play to make sure it didn't happen. Shout out to whichever twin that was who made that play. Yeah. I don't know. One of them. <laughs> but... Yeah. Like, the, what kills me is how do you 
continue to try to run play action plays when you haven't established a run game. Again. I saw entirely too many play action plays, bro. Again. <laughs> Panic. <laughs> Who are you fooling? If you haven't consistently ran the ball well, who's going to bite on your play-action fake? Be panic, man. Obviously, these guys just, they just weren't ready. I mean, they they didn't, ex- they didn't seem to expect the, one, the amount of pressure that, that the Patriots got. Two, they also weren't expecting their DBs to be as physical as they were too, I think, because listen, man, this game uh put a spotlight, I think, um, uh, and it's I think this is my biggest takeaway from the game. One of my biggest takeaways is that the slot is a very valuable position. <laughs> like if you have an elite Yes slot. And the Rams and not not saying this was the reason why they lost, but Cooper Cup not being there hurt. Yes. That yes. hurt them a lot. Yes. Uh because that, that that he's another he's a guy he's a difference maker. Um yes. and for them, they they really needed that. And Josh Reynolds, although is who I think is gonna be a good player, I think he'll be mm-hmm. get another opportunity on a different team. But he he's gonna be good. He he's just not the, the type of athlete you want right there in the slot, no. in my opinion. He's not a slot receiver. He's too big yeah. in my eyes for a slot. Um but yeah, man, Corey Littleton, he's a stud. Look. He's a stud. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> have not looked at him all year. Haven't paid attention to him because <laughs> I couldn't tell you who played line. I don't know any of their linebackers outside of Mark Barron, who's a safety. <laughs> hey, man, Bless Bro, came in here and told you. Littleton. <laughs> Corey Littleton. Look. <laughs> that man made plays. I didn't. He made all pro. Yep. Second team. Yeah, man. Torn came in here and told us hey, weeks look. ago. <laughs> Corey hey, Littleton, man. I definitely won't even pay attention, but that paid, is, uh, it's ridiculous. Bro, Corey Littleton. Oh, uh, yeah. The the Super Bowl has been decided. Tom and them got six. got six. Uh six. Edelman was named MVP. I mean, Countless records broken. (laughs) Like, I just, bro, I get it. Julian in the slot with Tom Brady, unguardable. But what makes him even more unguardable is you playing him like he's about to, like, outrun you on, like, a (laughs) seam or something when, bro, he ran three routes the entire game. Three. Maybe maybe four. I could have missed one. Bro. Yeah. All quick routes. And he beat whoever was guarding him badly in every route. A perfect slot. It's quick and runs great routes. If you have that in your slot, your slot will be unguardable. I.E. Julian Edelman. It opens up your own game, boy. <laughs> because Tom didn't play a great game. Nope. The, their offense didn't play great. But Tom and Julian, two peas in a pod. Yep. And if Tom didn't have Julian, oh, this game would have been even uglier. Yeah. But he did. And you see what happened. Six rates. 
Six rings, man. Can't say too much about that, bro. Tom said he don't want to be known as the GOAT no more. <laughs> he said it makes his, his skin crawl or something like that. Yeah. Hey, man, listen, we're going to keep calling it to you because let me tell you, sir. Um, yeah. <laughs> sir, um, you're pretty good. I call them as I see them. <laughs> so, uh, moving on from the Super Bowl, uh, the Hall of Fame class was announced. Um, Finally, guys that we've actually seen and know. Listen, man. Some guys that we know for a fact deserve to be in there. Now, although there are a few people who I think should be in there already that are still waiting to get in there, this I think this is a good group. Uh, my guy, Ed Reed, I saw was on the list. Um, Ty Law. Mm-hmm. I mean... What else does need to be said about those two guys? <laughs> I mean, that's why I ain't saying nothing. Because those two alone should should tell you the type of uh, the type of people that are in this class. Um, it's it's crazy to me though that people are talking about Julia Edelman is an automatic first ballot lock Hall of Famer. Wait a See. minute. <laughs> Wait. See. It's a thing with that. I'm not going to say automatic first, blah, blah, blah. But it's a lot of people saying that he won't get in. Oh, no. no, no. He'll, he'll be in there. He's in there. I've seen a couple like comments on Twitter that's just like, Blah, blah, blah. He didn't put up great numbers. Blah, blah, blah. And he didn't do this. He didn't do that. Bro, when are people going to learn? (laughs) Numbers ain't everything, boss. It's your impact. What impact have you made? He's made a hell of an impact for a college quarterback. (laughs) Yeah. Out of Kent State. Mm Mm-hmm. Who, uh, you know, just so happened to play big role in multiple Super Bowls. Three to be exact. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he'll he'll be there. Yes, I see. That I I ain't getting into the old first thing automatic, but he certainly like strengthens his case to get in there. Definitely. That's all I'm gonna say on that. Uh, the first class, excuse me, the 2019 class, mm-hmm. uh, featured Champ Bailey. Um, if you know, if you grew up playing football in the 2000s, <laughs> um, you know exactly the type of impact Champ Bailey had. Uh, mm-hmm. you won't want, if you was playing corner, you was wearing number 24. That was either for Darrell Revis or yep. Champ Bailey. Uh, also, like you said, you might have worked for Ty Law. He's being inducted uh, into in this class, uh, former Patriot, ironically, mm-hmm. um, and Ram. <laughs> uh, if I, I think um, Tony uh, Gonzalez, Tony G, Tony Gonzalez is in there. Easy. Uh, Kevin Maui, offensive lineman, 
Definitely shout out to him. I remember him. I think that's the dude with from the Jets. Yeah. Uh, A. Reed, of course. Edward. <laughs> Edward. Uh, Johnny Robinson. Uh, that's an early name. Can't say that I'm familiar with him. I want to say it's like three guys who are like from like front office type jobs, and I think Johnny Robinson might be one of them. Oh, okay. It's like three of them. Yeah, I I remember. Uh, is it is it Gil or Jill Brandt? Gil, yeah, he um, he was like a front office owner or something. Yeah, he was our GM. No, yep. Boom. Um, there it goes. He was our GM for a while. Uh, Gil Brandt. The, the the Cowboys. Uh, he introduced a lot of the techniques and uh, strategies that many use now uh, for scouting. Um, man. Wish that got us some Super Bowls in the two thousands, but that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> so yep, that's the class. Oh, oh, excuse me. Let me uh, not forget Pat Bowling, the yep owner of the Broncos. He's he's getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. He drafted guys like John Elway, Shannon Sharp, Terrell Davis. Um, just to name a few. I can tell you who's not getting there for his GM actions. <laughs> John Elway. Oh, listen. Uh, but, you know, that's another listen. story for another day. Yeah, nah, John Elway not getting in there. Man. Everyone should know already that I'm not a fan of John Elway. No but, way. No All way. right. Um, uh, let's talk a little NBA real quick, man. That's that's just, that's pressing right now. I'm gonna talk to me. Um, we've had a string of trades, string, uh, trade rumors, uh, the ones that we know for sure. Uh, we know that Dennis Smith Jr. is now a New York Nick, and Porzingis is now a member of the Dallas Mavericks. Porzingis and like thirty other players. <laughs> Like, and see, like, starting off, like, the whole trade just hit hard because it was, like, everybody was <laughs> in on Los Angeles and AD and if Kyrie was doing this, doing that, then boom. Yeah, why y'all over here with that? <laughs> Porzingis is now a Maverick. Yeah. And starting off, it's like, okay, Nick's, like, do y'all not want to play basketball anymore? Like, you literally trade off every single piece that y'all have. Like, worth anything. And then it's like, uh, you know what? Actually, we didn't hand y'all enough. Here's Trey Burke as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness. Bro, yeah. KP, Trey Burke, Tim Hardaway, mm-hmm. Courtney Lee. I'm just like, bro, y'all, y'all ain't have to throw all that in, boss. But they did because I know the Knicks were trying to wash their hands with Tim Hardaway, which, mm-hmm. I should, mean, cool. got that contract. Yeah. That's y'all fault, Knicks. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, and what? They sent Smith Jr., Wes Matthews, Jordan, Mm-hmm. Not Michael and DeAndre, you fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> um, I think I was, was that it? I think so. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, I'll take it. Contracts expiring, blah, blah, blah. But now the Knicks have space for two max contracts, Katie and Curry. Um, oh, you calling that now? Mm, Hot take. I, no. <laughs> 
I'd lean more on Katie. No one knows what Kyrie's doing because, you know, he's mad because, you know, it's his choice. But the stories are being twisted that him, <laughs> his next team falls on AD or KD and he's mad because he's a grown man. And he makes his own choices. I like, hey, bro, we get it, bro. But shut up. Like, yeah. You're a little insane. We, okay. Like, bro, we don't care about that, G. Like, we... No, but that's neither here nor there. So outside of that, you know, uh, you know, I I like KP and Luca. Listen, you like it. <laughs> like I like that, it. That's underselling it. And then see what the one point that I kind of like more than KP and Luca is KP and Luca. Learning from Derek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who is, who on top of that never said that he's done? This is true. Like, Dirk could be coming back next year to teach them even more. Yep. I think it's great for them, man. Uh, they got some depth at point guard because Trey Burke is going to be serviceable I think for them Trey Burke um, is not going to be bad just because you know they traded away Smith Jr. so their point guards consist of uh, Jalen Brunson mm-hmm. not not bad but he's a rookie uh, someone who's my height JJ yeah uh and um yeah that's about it oh, oh I'm, not, I'm i'm not speaking of his name <laughs> I, I, I don't know why he's even still in the nba like it's like you you heard of him and then for like two to three years didn't hear a word about him and then hey you know i'm back in the nba still playing for the same team i just played for now and he's playing minutes og dev <laughs> OG Devin Harris. Dev Harris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. He, but I'm not gonna lie, he gives them good minutes. Yeah. So, eh. yeah. Uh, speaking of good minutes, uh, Rodney Hood is uh, coming into some good minutes. Trade rumors swirling. Um, he will be with the Blazers now after yep. they traded away. Uh, Nick Stauskas, I believe. Yeah, Stauskas. Wade Baldwin. He is now going to be on the... Uh, those two are going to be on the Cavaliers. Two players who they weren't even using. Yeah. Um, Hood is going to be a great piece for them on the wing. They uh, need him because I'm tired of, tired of seeing Turner. Yeah. And his horrible play. And them trying to force Jake Lehman. Uh Listen, don't even get me started on Which the Which, he, he, he's, he's played, you know, a couple, like, good games. But, I don't want to see Jake Lehman with Dame and CJ, like, actually starting. Because Harkless has been hurt, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Now, all that's done. Rodney <laughs> Hood. Hmm. Yeah. Come play. Good minutes. And help them because they need help. If not, they were going to have the same thing happen that's happened the last who knows how many years. Because they had the same team <laughs> yeah. for all of those years. 
I hate when teams do that. Like, bro, you can't keep the exact same team with the same starters, with the same people playing Mm -hmm. and think something different is going to happen. Like, Especially in the West, (laughs) while everybody else is getting... Oh, well, you know, growth, uh, no, not with (laughs) Mo Harkless and... Like, no, 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 no. You need fresh pieces every year. Switch up the rotation. Do something. You need to add. Mm-hmm. You can't stay stagnant. And that's what Portland has done. But For ages. I, I, will take, <laughs> I, I will definitely take Rodney Hood, though. Um, With that move, we also had the the outlandish, <laughs> outlandish trade, uh, trade offers that the the Lakers and Pelicans are going through right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, this deal, as reported a few minutes ago, is probably not going to go down. Yes. Um, they said Los Angeles has pulled out. Uh, pause. Of the oh, deal. Yeah. Of the yeah, deal. Of the deal. Yes. Um, we appreciate it. <laughs> we appreciate it. Bro, so yeah. many pause. Um, the, Wow, see, I can't even. <laughs> but look, though. All right, Davis. Uh, bro, <laughs> the last deal Los Angeles offered mm. Zoe, Kuz, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, Zuby. And how many ever first round draft picks that they included? And they still said no. Only thing all that tells me is F you, Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care who. You can add in Braun, Magic, <laughs> and Kobe, and it's still no. Like, but you cannot blame New Orleans. You cannot blame them. Andy Davis is 25 years of age, I think. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure he's like 25. If I had his contract, you were definitely going to overpay me for him. Mm-hmm. I don't want equal compensation. No, you have to overpay me. If not, I will take any L coming and I will sit on that contract until something else comes up. Yep. Especially because you guys are in the West. <laughs> Y'all are competition. Yes. Like, I don't like... That's not helping me win if I give you the greatest asset I have for your assets. And then it's like, okay, now I have to create a team that can beat your team now with my asset, which is greater than... The total <laughs> yeah. of assets that you just gave me. So it's now it's just like I have to try to win now with LeBron and AD and Dude and Cuz and whoever else was still left on that roster. Yeah, they'll, they'll probably get Etoine more or something. Etoine <laughs> more. Um, yeah, it's just not going down, man. Nah, boss. Uh, I love to see them go after some other guys that I think should uh, be making moves. Take Jabari off of our hands. Oh uh, yeah, please. I mean, 
been reported KCP. I, I, I don't see the, the issue in doing that. The only thing is what he you gonna do with, what you gonna do with everybody else. That's what I, it depends on the next the next forty eight hours are gonna be crazy. I mean it's they're gonna move somebody. <laughs> they have to though. Like, it's it's gonna be some vets coming into LA. Because right now you just have too many yeah. who aren't even playing. Like, bro, you have three fives who all could play and start technically. Like, you can't play. take that back. You have four because you got a rookie. Yeah. Who's pretty good. Yep. What are you doing? Because it hurts you even more because the player who starts at four for Los Angeles is going to play north of 35 a game. LeBron. Yep. So all of those guys outside of Braun who play four are now moved into threes or fives, <laughs> i.e. Beasley. Or just don't play, i.e. Beasley. Yeah. So now it's like, why am I keeping all of these pieces yeah. when I don't really need them? Yeah, especially when uh, Beasley can turn into Kimba. <laughs> I mean, Look, they can set something up, man. And then, but see, the only part that kills me and kind of that I'm torn on with those who play now for Los Angeles is the whole like split of Lonzo and Rondo. Yeah, it's like I want. Lonzo to start and play a lot. But come playoff time, I want Rondo. He has to be on like, the <laughs> I think he's an untradeable person in, in my opinion. And see, it kills me, but he is just because I like Zoe a lot. And he has those qualities, those same type qualities as Rondo. He's just not quite as smart yet mm-hmm. yet and it's just Rondo bro like it, like r- right now I'm playing Lonzo until he's in the dirt like I'm, <laughs> I'm going to like I'm playing Lonzo but the sad part is come playoff time y'all would hardly see Rondo I mean Lonzo so this will be a great edit point. <laughs> yes. Um. So yeah, I mean, all in all, Anthony Davis, I don't think is going to be a Laker. Um. Not. Yeah. Right now, it just don't seem like it. Mm-hmm. At some point, he possibly could be, just because he gave his list of teams that he would resign to. Which included the Knicks. Mm-hmm. And correct me if I'm wrong. Who, who else did he say? Bucks. No, no, no. He added 
them like yesterday. Oh, his the first, yeah, I was gonna say it was the Knicks and the Clippers, and then he added the Bucks and another team. For some reason, I want to say Toronto, but I don't think it was Toronto. Man. It could no, I really think it was Toronto though. Could be, man. I mean, wouldn't surprise me as uh, they just recently, a few minutes ago. Uh, uh, pulled out an offer. Uh, they have currently offered Mike Conley and uh, Mark Gasol for Kyle Lowry and Valanciunas. The Toronto Raptors are not playing. <laughs> Mike Conley and Mark Gasol. Mm-hmm. For Kyle Lowry and Dionis Valachunas. You know what I'm saying? To that trade? Hell yes. <laughs> Bye, Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Kawhi. why would you want to make that trade? They must just, they really trying to start over. They are done because <laughs> yeah. that's not an even trade. And and please, please, and the slider. please don't blame this on the coach. Their coach has done the best he absolutely can with what he has to work with. Um, this is an organization who's st- stuck behind uh, Mike Conley, Mark Gasol through their injuries. Yeah. Um, they even put together a squad at one point where they had Tony Allen, uh, Vince, I mean, they they had plenty of opportunities to be one of those teams we thought it was going to be, you know, the upper echelon of the NBA, but never panned out. They even paid Chandler Parsons. No, Chandler Parsons robbed. Chandler Parsons <laughs> robbed them. Yeah. As he's robbed the last, like, three to four teams he's played for. Ski Mask Hall of Fame nominee. Yep. And they had Rudy Gay at one point. Yeah. With this whole roster, so. The only problem with them is... No one wants to go to Memphis on purpose. Yeah. And I can't blame them. <laughs> Only thing good that comes out of Memphis is rappers. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's... Pretty much. I don't want to live in Memphis. Yeah. Just, we just like or the music. any place <laughs> in Tennessee. Yeah. But, again, it's just how it is. But, um, what other trades have I been hearing? Um, we said Jabari getting out of Chicago. Yes, all for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I've heard more. I know I did. I've had to. Um, mind if I throw out a hot take? Here we go. Here we go. Yep. Uh, I personally think I've sat back and thought about this one. I think that the the Lakers mm-hmm. should, in fact, uh. They should, in fact, move Brandon Ingram. Of course. Um, and I think that it'd be wise to formulate a package around um, Jimmy Butler uh, and J.J. Reddit. I personally think they need to add those two guys to their roster, um, hopefully without giving up any of the guards. But if you can give up Brandon Ingram, KCP, um, you know, maybe a Michael Beasley. See, listen, man, 
I will take the thought of that. Only reason why it's not plausible is because they ain't giving up JJ or Jimmy. I think they would. No. Just because if you give up JJ, the best shooter on your team is now Joel Embiid. They be getting KCP. They don't want KCP (laughs) as their best shooter. They would. They'd take that. See, if if they for sure had no chance in trying to win anything, they would. See, okay, you know that, I know that, (laughs) but they don't. Yeah. So, if they had no chance, then maybe. I could, cool. I I don't like Jimmy playing with Braun. Okay. Just because in order to play with Braun, you can't play the same style as Braun. That only worked with Wade, and that's just off of how close Braun and Wade are. Outside of that, in order to play with Braun, you pretty much have to be super pause three and D. You have like that's the only type of player who can thrive playing with Braun. It's hard to like have that same type of slashing or playmaking like style of play with Braun because that's what he's going to do. Yeah. That's why like I I didn't want Braun in Los Angeles because as everyone knows, I'm a huge Zoe fan. Mm-hmm. And he plays similar to the playmaking style of Braun. So the only way he could thrive is if Braun takes a step back on his ball handling slash playmaking style. Which, as we've seen, he ain't going. But is that because of now? It's a, I think it's a, that's because it's a multitude of factors. Like he, this man was going there with the expectation that he could elevate the play of those younger guys, which, in my opinion, he has to an extent. Thank because you for the to an extent. Because we've only been able to see them all together for a short window of time. And I will take that. Um, but in that window, when they like pre Braun injury and maybe three weeks before that, that went that three week window, man, the Lakers were looking crazy. Um But I still think that when you look at how they've played and how that team is constructed, I don't think that they're a group that is prepared to take the next step within not only this year, not next year either. Because And I feel the same they, way. They, they, with those guys, I don't think they're going to get what they expected. Not as with, quickly. Right, with the addition of LeBron being there. I have a super hot take Uh-oh. that just came to my mind. And a lot of people are going to hate me for this. A lot of people are <laughs> hate before this. Okay. LeBron James and everyone is going to take this the wrong way. I know it. 
LeBron James does not make players around him better. Mm, okay. He gives players the chance to to be on a team that can win. So guys who probably won't have a championship ring now have a chance to play on a team that has the chance to win a ring. But on the floor, LeBron does not make players around him. Like, his play won't raise their play. The only thing the players around LeBron can do is help him. That's why he needs a certain type of player on his team. Like a Kyle Corver type. Like a... Like, he need like, the perfect type of team to put with Braun is a team of shooters and maybe one player who can create for himself just to kind of take the weight off of Braun at times like Kyrie. Mm-hmm. The problem with a lot of teams Bron has played with is that he has not had the perfect combo of all the pieces he needs. Like now, LeBron needs somebody to protect the, the paint area just because LeBron is towards the point in his Basketball life that he doesn't want to play too much defense. And, you know, I get it. Because right now, it there's times it seems like LeBron can't play defense, which is a lie. It's that he just would rather spend that energy on offense. Yep. So he looks horrible at times, but that's not... For not having the skills to, it's not having the like. It's just effort to drive. Yeah, <laughs> the effort for. Yeah. So, I'm a big Braun fan as always, but in order to win around, like Kyle Kuzma, Kyle Kuzma, when he plays with Braun, it's like he kind of tries to take on two roles. He tries to help him with shot creating at times, but he he also does change his game and he starts to shoot more. And that's I mean that's what you have to do. Bron changed a player who came into this league as a super athlete. A dunker, he turned him to a shooter. And that is Earl J.R. Smith. Yes. He was never a shooter. Mm -hmm. He could shoot, but he was an athlete who drove and made plays. As soon as he touched down in Cleveland, that changed. Kevin Love, same way. Grab boards, pound down low, pulse. Like... That's who he was as a timber wolf, wolf, however you like, <laughs> yeah. change that term. He gets to Cleveland, 
Mm-hmm. And even now, like playing currently, and Bron is not there. He's a shooter. Mm-hmm. Like he, he always could shoot, but now it's like that's, that's his, his p- primary game. And it's like certain type of players just can't fit. And the most craziest, like, was last year with Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson was a scorer. Mm. He scored. That's what he did. All in Los Angeles, he was a walking bucket. Mm-hmm. He gets to Cleveland. It seemed like he don't know how to poop. Life's not right now. No more. Which I do put half on that, but like in 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 a huge part that plays in with especially young players, most players don't know how to play with Braun. Like they kinda like say, Oh, I'm playing with Braun. Like I need that. I need like I I can't, like, loaf. I can't do, like, I have to change my whole game so I can play with Braun. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I've, I I can't, like, I, I probably would probably play the exact same way. I'm like, oh, well, now I'm not playing how I normally play. I'm playing to not make him mad. Or blow the game. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, eh, I get it. But that's my weird tangent on Braun, which I don't know where it came from, but I'm all for it. Because it's a a tough uh, topic because we know the expectations. Um, With every Braun team. Yeah, because you're playing with the best in the game. And you know, obviously, like you said, uh, the type of players that have been the most successful around him. So... On a small side note, I mean, because on a small side note, LeBron has never played, like, all of who LeBron has played with, for the most part, are all older players. Exactly. He's never played with young players, because most teams he plays with, they either trade draft picks or they draft players and don't play them mm-hmm. or you know things like that like he's he has not had to play with young players because most of the time those draft picks get traded for old like shooters and established guys I mean and you saw you've seen that even even in younger days younger days of Cleveland like they brought in Shaq, <laughs> Mo Williams, those type of guys. Older guy, like he's never played with young guys as the older guy. So I mean, it's it's new for him as well as these guys who haven't played with Bron or yeah. like star players, because you know no one has came to Los Angeles since Kobe. Yeah, and that short time that they were all with him, it wasn't really. Nah. Much to play for, so. Nah. <laughs> so yeah, that's man. that on that, boss. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what the uh the deadline brings us. We got, I think, about maybe forty eight hours before the trade deadline. It's definitely getting interesting. 
starting to heat up. Yeah, we're supposed to get a bullish bomb here soon. Yeah. Um, What's next? Moving on to the NFL draft. Uh, yeah, we definitely got to finish that. Yeah, man. We had a had last week we had Rashad on. He came through and hollered at us for a little bit. Yeah. Gave us his his picks along with ours. Uh, we left off, I think, around 19 or 20. Yeah, um, was, I think we were on 19 going to 20. Okay. Okay. So let's go ahead and jump back in, man. Uh, Pittsburgh still is on the clock. No trades uh, as of right now for me, man. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, so Spoiler alert. We'll kind of get through these real quick. Uh, with 20, who you had, man? Pittsburgh. See Lee. Steelers have needed one position for the last, like, five years, and they never addressed it. They addressed it one time with Artie Burns. <laughs> they need a corner. Yep. I'm going to Georgia for this corner. Mm-hmm, as you should. DeAndre Baker. Likewise. Georgia guy. Likewise. I had the same had the same like, pick, man. I like I don't care who's on the board. I get a corner. Uh, a damn good one. Too. Address this. <laughs> and um what was I about to say about DeAndre Baker? Um I heard from a source. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I, I have sources. A former co-worker of mine. He, this past year, he worked on Georgia staff. I'm not sure exactly. I think he was on film. Okay. I think he did film with them. So, like, he was up Quality close and control. personal. <laughs> and as far as what I've heard from him, he's real. I hadn't paid him that much mind until, like, towards the end of the college year this year. I like him. Yeah. So, shout out to Sources. Sources, Slash Pat. (laughs) Pat Martin, that's my guy. Hey, shout out to Pat. Shout out to him and the whole Georgia staff. But, yes, you know. DeAndre Baker, man. DeAndre Baker. Similar to Greedy. Tall, can run. I'm sure he'll run somewhere in the four fours, four threes. Oh, definitely. Um, Just take a four four. Georgia's defense has been one of the best defenses in the country. Kirby Smart. Um, Mel Tucker, defensive coordinator. He actually got hired to be Colorado's head coach. I'm I think. Like, dude, why? I mean, yeah, head coach, I get it, but he's yeah. from Colorado. I know. Um, blow it down. But. <laughs> But he definitely knows how to recruit because uh, several Georgia names will be coming off the board. Um, oh, yeah. Not only his. Um, so, yeah, Pittsburgh Steelers, they get some secondary help to go along with. Well-needed uh, secondary help. Yeah. Especially I mean, God. opposite of Joe Hayden, who by, I think, in my opinion, had a pretty decent year. Yes, um, he started off a little slow, but he made up for it at the end. But yeah. what we can't make up for is Artie Burns. Yeah. Already, already easy cut. Um, the Seahawks sitting at twenty one. Twenty one Seahawks. They go back to what got them there to begin with, and I'm not talking about Legion of Boom. Uh oh. Pass rush. Oh, okay. Who you got? They need help, and they will pro- possibly slash pro- probably lose Frank Clark. Mm-hmm. I want to say. So, I'm going down to Florida State 
and grabbing Brian Burns. Mm, okay. Which he could he could go a lot earlier. I couldn't put him earlier in my mock, but I like his film. I like his film a lot. Like he's 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 a very good pass rusher. Disruptive. Very disruptive. I want to say he, he great size. I'll take it. Yeah, I'm. I'm only concerned with his weight. Um, yes. Because I mean, obviously he's gonna grow into his frame, but he is a little smaller, a little slimmer. Yeah, he's somewhere around two thirty. That's what. That's that's the only. That's actually why I have him playing for the Seahawks. Because if anyone could twist that to have it work, it's the Seahawks. Yes. In Pete Carroll. Mm-hmm. That's why I think Burns with the Seahawks is a perfect fit. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, they kind of need more help on offense as far as, like, you know, somebody I've heard of, anyone I've ever heard of, because it's a lot of guys who play offense, dudes Mm -hmm. who, like, play, you know, you have a nice quarterback, and then you got Cuz playing tight end, (laughs) Little cuz playing back, like, um, get someone who has some type of name, like who I know. Well, I mean, that's kind of where I was going, Coach. I mean, I personally think that they're going to go with a name, and that name being Nakil Harry. Mm. I think... uh, If he slips that low as possible. I think he'll be right here at 21. Uh, I think it's a great pick for them. Uh, I know... Pete Carroll, Herm Edwards, they have a great relationship. Um, so I think that'll be an easy sell, obviously. And the type of playmaker that we've seen him be at Arizona State, I think he'll fit there just fine. Because yes. um, they they definitely need another weapon. Um, they do. They, they desperately need another weapon. I'll take it. Uh, Baltimore at 22, coming off a playoff season with a rookie quarterback. Uh, arguably the best defense in football. Um, I personally thought that they're going to retool the defense in the first round. Uh, I I don't think they need to reach necessarily for offense here Mm -hmm. uh, just because you you could, but I think that they could do better within free agency um, with adding a few veteran players around him on offense. And that's what they need. They need some... Some nice vets to come in. So with twenty two, I had them going back to the well of Alabama, mm, um, because Alabama. they 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 definitely certainly love Alabama uh, in Baltimore because yes. countless players from Alabama on that team, and they go uh, no none other than Deontay Thompson. Mm, I think safety help. He's great value here. Um, at 22, because I know a lot of the scouts are saying that he's regressed probably second half of this season. Um, and in the postseason, he did not look good in the national championship. He did not look good against Georgia. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that he can come in, step in right away and be a starter for them. Um, Eric Weddle is 34, and I think he's going to be on the way out. And pairing him with Tony Jefferson, um, 
and they drafted Deshaun Elliott last year, um, Texas boy. So I think that they 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 could use this guy right there in that rotation. And if if even if they sign resign Eric Weddle to a one year deal, I think that's still a good good depth piece right there for again, arguably the number one defense who's probably not gonna lose much. Exactly. Well, only good thing I can say for this pick is that hopefully. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, the Ravens don't draft another damn tight end. Cause if they do, I'll strangle yeah. someone. Yeah. Even though, man, they got some value at tight end. They did, but it's just <laughs> like, bro, you just don't need that many. <laughs> uh, no, they do That's for that wing team. Oh my god! So, <laughs> all right, boom. Just like you said, I don't think they'll reach for offense. Cause right now it's. It's still kind of like I wouldn't go a lot of skill players right now just because it's like it's no like glaring standout. Yeah. So I'm gonna go defense and mm-hmm. I'm gonna go up front. Okay. Jeffrey Simmons. Ah that's Mississippi a, State. That's an amazing pick. Six three, three hundred. Explosive. Nasty bull rush. He can play the nose. He could he could possibly some end work on there. Yeah. I mean, like, he's huge in, you know, high motor, active hand fight. Mm-hmm. That would be a perfect pick if he falls that low, which is possible in my eyes. I agree. That's what I was going to say. I think he's going to fall a little bit, a few spots. Um, I had him going somewhere within the 25, 30 range just mm-hmm. because of, you know, all the other stuff that he's, that's going to come up, especially with the combine interviews and everything like that. Yes. Because, um, you know, they'll make a big deal. Um, yes. Although everything that happens is serious, whether, you know, true or not. Because allegedly uh, he has uh, some stuff that it, uh, that is going on. Well, yeah. that transpired. Yeah. Uh, but I know I totally agree. Uh, him alongside what's the what's the nose they got now? Pierce, um, I think. In the, in their system, he's the no, I think. But either way, they got some guys up front. Um, yeah. but you add him into the mix, man, they they not gonna lose a beat. <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, twenty three, the Texans. Um, they're in a. Put, peculiar spot because peculiar yeah the terminology <laughs> listen man hey i told you we had to pay for it hey, so. <laughs> yes. you something for listen, uh, um jawan taylor i had him yeah. going to the, the houston texans right tackle out of florida um i think he steps in day one and becomes a starter um tech uh deshaun watson's right side um that's I think that's something that they desperately need. He was sacked way too much last year. Mm-hmm. Um, they're in a division with a defense uh, against defenses that are going to be really good. Uh, the Colts are going to be good on defense. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars are most certainly going to be good on defense. Um, who else is in that division? Oh, Titan Titans are going to be good on defense. They they they're still going to be pretty good. Yes. Uh, so they got blocked, and Jawan Taylor mm-hmm. I think is going to be great. Six like six five, three forty, can move. Yes. It'd be good, man. Oh, uh, bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I low key hate you at this point. 
Why, man? We have too many of the same picks. <laughs> hey, man, look. We, we, we made just... these drafts <laughs> at two completely, like, not, not the same place, not the same time, but I got the same. They definitely need offensive line help. Bad. In the worst way. <laughs> like, I don't care who they get at this point. Just get offensive line help. But from my draft... He is, in my opinion, the top offensive lineman left on the board because I had uh, someone else getting Jonah Williams and, yeah, you know. And Cody Ford was gone already as well. So I agree Cody Ford is the highest. In my eyes, but yeah, I would definitely like. I'm. I don't care who you draft. Just draft help on yeah. the offensive line. Got to because yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been bad. Man. Protect wise <laughs> at all costs. It's been bad. Also, wouldn't would not mind seeing them. Uh, if they really, if they really were up to it, I wouldn't mind uh, them going after a tight end here too. I wouldn't um be opposed to the, out of the top three tight ends in my opinion. I think I think if you get one of those guys right there at twenty three, is great value. It is because to be honest, I can't tell you who plays tight end for them. Oh yeah, you don't want to know who it is. Yeah, I probably don't. That's you don't why you know. <laughs> We're on to number twenty four. Yeah, the Oakland Raiders for the third time. No, the second time. Um. Oh wait. This was a part of the earlier trade. Oh, never mind. Mm, all right. Nah, keep them at Oakland. You keep yours at Oakland. Uh, yeah. I, for me, when I uh, traded earlier, I had uh, Oakland moving up to two from four. Mm-hmm. And with that happening, I had them giving away the 24th pick um, because they do have three first-round picks. I had mm-hmm. them going to giving that to San Francisco in that move up. Uh, so I would have San Francisco picking here at 24. This would be their second first-round pick. Um, and I had them going Hakeem Butler. Hakeem Butler. Hakeem Butler out of Iowa State wide receiver. Um, he made a lot of plays this past Listen, year. man, every time I saw an Iowa State game, he was getting up, climbing the ladder, like, <laughs> frying somebody. Jump balls. <laughs> like, he made all the plays. Yeah. He like, can move. I, like, I I can't say anything towards this because they definitely need help. See, the only problem with, like, Oakland is that they honestly need help in every single spot that they have. I would keep him if this was Oakland right here. Same pick. (laughs) Oh, I'm talking Oakland. You on San Fran. Same pick, though. I'm tripping. Same pick. (laughs) San Fran definitely needs help because their top wide receivers are Pierre Garçon, who's like 40. And Marquise Goodwin, who's a track star. Yep. Got to get a receiver in there, man. Those guys can be used. They just need somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> they need a guy. Mm-hmm. And then have your two be 40-year-old. He's not 40, but he's 40. Basically. <laughs> Pierre Garçon. And then have your slot be a track star. He's a Texas guy, so, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm cool with it. But and a good player. He, <laughs> a very good player, but he's still a track star. Uh, the track <laughs> is what he does. So, yeah. um, um, I'm back to Oakland. 
And see, Oakland now with John Gruden at the Helms. Mm-hmm. John Gruden is going to pick John Gruden guys. Okay. The guys that John Gruden likes. Here we go. Who does John Gruden like? He likes a linebacker. Okay. He likes a linebacker that played for Jim Harbaugh. Okay. I'm going Bush. I like that pick. That's a really good pick. Okay. As I said, they literally need help at every position. Mm -hmm. Period. Yep. Everywhere. So I had them earlier going uh, Oliver and now. Mm -hmm. That's that pick. So, uh, I definitely see that happening, man. Uh, Raiders definitely going in that direction. Um, Philly at 25, who you got? Safety help. Because I hate them all. I hate the corners and the safeties, but I don't think they'll – they could go corner, but I really don't have them going corner yet. Just because who's left, I don't Mm -hmm. think they feel the need to reach for them. So, they're going to go back to the Bama well. Deontay Thompson, Alabama. Oh, okay, okay. The only reason I'm kind of iffy on that is because, if I'm not mistaken, Jenkins plays strong safety for them right now. Mm, I mean, they're interchangeable, but... Yeah, because I was just... I don't cloud. think he is a strong safety, but Thompson... Uh, Thompson plays both too, though, so it's yeah. like... I think they need not bad, more help on safety. Corners, safety, all that. But right now, they have some young corners who are still trying to find their way. So, that's why I'm leaving it. Deontay Thompson. Not mad at that at all. Um, Rodney MacLeod just took a uh, – hopefully I'm saying that Right, uh, is it MacLeod or McLeod? Um, I'm say it's McLeod. Uh, he definitely just took a pay cut, so I'm assuming that they probably let him know that hey, either we gonna draft somebody right here, or you better take a pay cut That's if you wanna stay. Um, also, I think that they're going to be moving on from Ronald Darby um, just because. And that's crazy to me. He he definitely is going to get a payday, and I don't think they're prepared to pay yeah. him um, because they had their cap situation is a little tough. Um, they're not going to have that much money right up front. So happens when you got 10 pass rushes. Hey, man, yeah, exactly. So that's why I had them drafting a corner. Um, I had them going Byron Murphy uh, mm. out of Washington. I think he fits their scheme. Um, they like Washington corners anyway, obviously going after Sidney Jones um, and their relationship with uh, the coach. What's his name? Chris Peterson, I think. Um Yes, I think. Don't quote me on that. So, I think that they'll like him. Good in zone. Uh, Again, another corner, long arms, physical. um, And can see the ball. And he makes some plays and and, uh, turnovers. So, definitely Byron Murphy for me at going to Philly. 26, Indianapolis. They need D-line help. And I agree. In the worst way. That's that's where I went. I'm going to Clemson's at. Oh, Dexter Lawrence just because he's still on my board. Mm, okay. I mean, I don't need to 
explain too much. Yeah. He's good. The guys they have aren't. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Like, but he definitely fits. They need more pass rush. I don't really see him as a solely pass, solely pass, pass rush mm-hmm. help. But I feel like he can, he's, he's not great at either, but he's very good at both. Yeah. So they need help. Period. Period. Yeah, this is where I had Jeffrey Simmons. Mm, okay, um, this okay. is where I had him going on the inside there. Uh, getting more 4 3 players that are coming out of that 3 4. So I think he'll fit great inside of either one of the three techniques. Definitely take that. Um, so yeah, I think this is great value for him. And yeah, right here at 26. Um, Oakland coming up at 27. Uh, their last. Uh, their three picks in the first round. Uh, I actually had uh, John Gruden making a John Gruden pick right here. Um, I had John Gruden going with TJ Hawkinson, tight end out of Iowa. Um, I think he's a player that a lot of people are going to sleep on just because of his teammate, Noah Fant, who most people really like. Um, But the most athletic tight end in the draft... Ooh, hot take, because I got somebody else. Uh, that TJ is going to be a sleeper pick. I think he'll have a better career out of those two. Um, uh, can can really, really run in the open field, catch the ball, block. He's a do-it-all tight end, and I think that's something that the um, Oakland Raiders are going to need if they want to help their quarterback and their run game. Uh because Jared Cook, I think, will be leaving just because it's really no point to pay him when he's already in his 30s. And, you know, I'm fine with that. I, I think for the offensive help, at least, he'll probably lean more on older guys as far as the skill spots. You know, I've been hearing they want quarterback change help, but... Carr is like his type of guy. He just haven't hasn't didn't play well last year, but of course, how can you? Nobody did. So <laughs> for the third pick, I have them staying defensive. Okay. John Gruden wants to build a defense. He wants to build an angry, hard nosed defense. Mm-hmm. I'm not going angry, hard nosed player though. Okay. They need corner help. Ah, okay. I have a guy staying close to home. Well, not home, but college home at least. I got you. Washington quarterback Byron Murphy. Mm, okay. They just need help. Byron Murphy. I Oakland. mean, I like it's no. I don't have anything to like add too much. They need corner help. <laughs> he can help. Yeah. Exactly. A lot. He and uh, Conley would be a good tandem. Cause Conley, I wasn't too, like. I didn't like him coming out just because, like, he not bad, but not really that good. And he went kind of high. So, it's like, eh. A lot of expectation. Yeah. So, hopefully him in year, what is it? Year three. Year three for him now. And adding some help, hopefully, 
they can do something in that horrid secondary. That horrid deep that horrid team. Yeah, they were bad. Really bad. Uh, twenty eight Chargers. This was Dexter Lawrence territory for me. Wow. Okay. Uh, okay. I felt like this is what exactly what they need. They don't have a guy that's very stout up front, um, in the inside. Uh they have Mebane, uh Corey uh Liggett, I think that's his name. Um just a lot of injuries, man. This I think this will give them consistency, somebody that can stop the run and uh rush the passer like you said. So I think this is perfect for them. This was a hard pick for me. Just because I didn't I couldn't find a real whole mm-hmm. pause that <laughs> bro, I, 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 I like I don't mean for all these moments to come up hey, but man, listen, Louis, this, this have to stay okay, safe. Hey. Um I couldn't find a spot where the Chargers really needed help. Mm-hmm. Like drastic help. It's like you could go safety, but you just went safety. You yeah. have a very good one at that. Corners, pretty good. Yeah. So, lines, pretty good. Offense, what do you really need help on the offense? You got backs, multiple. You got wide receivers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like you could add another receiver. You have a quarterback. Lines, pretty good. So, I went linebacker. Okay. I went linebacker from Bama. Ah, this is this linebacker is who hasn't played very well in the last couple games, but mm-hmm. give me Mac Wilson. It's good territory for him, though. Yes, I, he helps that line back in core. Who you know, it's not bad, but could always use some help. So yeah. why not pick up Mac? He's a Bama guy. Yeah, Bama linebackers usually are pretty good. Um, C.J. Mosley, Reggie Ragland. Just to name a few. <laughs> I mean, you really could name a few. Dante Hightower. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just that's a good solid pick, man. I like that one. Um, I, I, I'll raise you one. You raise one Bama guy. I'll raise you another. Um, twenty nine, Kansas City. I had Bama going. Josh Jacobs. Damn, I didn't even think about that. They definitely need a back. I didn't even think of that on mine. I had I had, I had them going Josh, man. I think, like we, we said earlier, a guy who doesn't have a lot of wear and tear, but we know uh, what we saw on tape. And what we saw on tape was a guy who can hit the hole explosively, pause. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey. Very fast runner as well. <laughs> Time perfectly. Uh, stay with me here, coach. Explosively. Stay with me, man. He uh he could do it, man, for sure. Uh, I think that's a good pick for them because, like you said, Damian Williams, you had a great run, man. But yeah. but I don't think you're gonna be the guy going forward. Uh, so yeah, man, Josh Jacobs. Andy Reid could could find a way to get him involved early and often. Man, check this out. I ain't even gonna hold you, boss. I'm changing my pick. <laughs> I'm changing my pick to Josh Jacobs, just because I didn't think of they really need a back. I had them going the corner from Clemson, Trayvon. Uh, well, okay. Just because I don't like their corners, I don't like their defense. 
honestly. So I could go any pick on defense, but I would take Josh Jacobs over the third or fourth ranked corner. Yeah. Left on the board. So I actually changed my pick. Man, we respect it. We respect it. The Green Bay Packers coming in at 30. Their second pick of the first round. Uh, I had them going again. Bama. Wow. Uh, this 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 pick kind of toyed with me. I I don't I couldn't uh, decide whether it was gonna be he or Noah Fant. Um, I think they're gonna go tight end regardless at this pick because I think at thirty you getting a tight end of either their caliber. You're getting a good player. Irv Smith, me. Um, I personally went Irv. Uh, I think he's a great pick. Their offense could use him. Uh, I like their backs that they have currently, which is Aaron Jones. He was pretty good before he got hurt. Um, and just another safe safe bet for Aaron Rodgers. Their, their coach, Matt LaFleur, he's an offensive guy, and I'm sure he uh, he understands the value of tight end, having coaching uh, Delaney Walker the past few years. <laughs> so I'm going Irv Smith at 30 to the pack. Once again, this is why I hate you, because... We're on the same wave, man. <laughs> we, we, we were on the same wave, mm-hmm. but not completely. Okay. I went tight end, but I went the other tight end that you were questioning. Oh. I went Fant, Font, however you pronounce his name, <laughs> from Iowa. He's gotcha. an athletic freak. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they kind of... They tried out the whole Graham experiment. Yeah. Didn't work. So, they need a tight end. Badly. Plain and simple. They could also maybe go corner, maybe go pass rush outside, mm-hmm. linebacker type thing to fill Clay Matthews' void. And I'm not going to lie. On this pick, just because I really want him to get drafted in the first round. Mm-hmm. I really want to say, my guy, my defensive end from D-O-D-U. D-O-D-U. I was ready to say D-O-D-U. Like, D-O-D-U. D-O-D-U. <laughs> O'Shane Zeminis. He fits because I would. He can stand up. I think he can stand up. Just for uh, Green Bay, you for have Green Bay. Okay. I granted the I chose Font mm. Fant, however you pronounce it, but I want them to go Shane, just because they need that help. Yeah, and pass rush. I like him more for four three because I've seen him play not standing up. Yeah. But I think that he really could stand up and be just as good, just as explosive, just as like I've I've watched him play for years and I've seen he's dominant. He's been dominant. Yeah. I filmed his drills for four for like two years. I was gonna say four years. I'm capping. Yeah, capping. <laughs> but like he's a dominant player. Yeah. Like dominant. For sure. And so, I mean, yeah, smaller school, smaller conference, I get it, but he had two sacks against Tech. Yeah. 
drops mic. <laughs> hey man, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. I uh, I actually was struggling because I had him going to the New England. Wow. Um, for at the thirty first pick. I'm cool with that too. But I just don't think New England will go past Russ. And that's why I didn't go with him because I wasn't I wasn't hundred percent sure that they would go value him that high. Now. What I did pick for New England at 31, I had them going Nasir Adderley. Wow, the guy who's been climbing boards for the past however weeks. And why not it be the Patriots to go get the guy that who's, who's screaming off people's boards, and why not they go get him at the back of the first round at the highest value possible they probably could get him. Hey, I ain't mad at I ain't mad at it at all. McCourty getting older. Older? He's already like 40. Chung getting up there. Everyone's 40 in my book. Broke his arm at the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes. Immediately air casted. So, I think Nasir Adley would be a great addition to their back end. Um, especially with Harmon, because I like Harmon. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Nasir Adley. They are going to protect Tom Brady at all costs. Uh-oh. Got him going offense tackle, Ooh. and if if you had to pick an offensive ta- a school an offensive tackle went to, what school would you have in mind? Wisconsin. David Edwards from Wisconsin. Listen, man, hey, <laughs> like they pretty much build offensive linemen. Like, yeah. I mean, like build, like not. You know, work with them. <laughs> like, no, they build them, like, yeah. from scratch. Right there in Wisconsin. They, like, plant them and grow them <laughs> and just harvest yeah. offensive linemen. So, easy pick for me. Yeah. Um. Last but not least, to round out the first, at number 32, we got the L.A. Rams. Um. Obviously, that those two picks will be flipped uh, because the Rams – Lost oh, the Super Bowl. I about that. Um, but uh, with the Rams, I have them going Brian Burns. Wow. I I, I think it, to me, this is just me. I I felt like his weight is a bigger concern that's being talked about, mm-hmm. and you know, not to like hold that against him, but I just personally think to play that spot going up against the type of tackles he's gonna play against, and the type of offensive lineman period that he's gonna go up against, you gotta have some mass. Mass. Um, um, yeah, and so I think he could go no none other uh, than to the Rams and play for Wade Phillips. Yeah. Um, he'll learn from him and be a good edge rusher in that three four system. They are desperately looking for that edge guy out there, in my opinion. Uh, what's your boy Dante Fowler? Mm-hmm. He was good. He played well he in the Super good. Bowl, though. I, I like he he hadn't played that well leading up to Super Bowl, but he made a lot of plays in the Super Bowl. So you 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 add those two guys, hey man. See, once again, we pull from the same well, <laughs> not the same player, but the same well. I have mm-hmm. him going edge as well. Mm-hmm. I have him going to Texas. Charles O'Minahue. Charles. Yeah. I watched a lot of film on him. Of course, I am a Texas fan. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've watched games. I've watched film. Like, he's just, he has the size. Mm-hmm. He's very explosive. And it's weird how 
the Rams use like their edge guys because you know they do kind of have a three four, mm-hmm. but like it's kind of like a hybrid type wild three four because I'm not that sure as to how he plays standing up. Mm. But I think the Rams would compensate that. Yeah. Somehow, because he speed, power, size, he's a dog. And he was a leader on that Texas defense that, you know, played pretty well this year. So yeah. I'm going O'Minahue. Hey, man, I respect that. So that's, that's rounding out our first round, man. Uh, this was fun. Um, I think that, you know, if you're feeling froggy, you might do maybe second round, but uh, we'll that's see. That's going deep. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's going deep. into the prospect well, man. Y'all fans, man. <laughs> y'all ain't listening. Yeah. Y'all, y'all can't go that deep. Pause. <laughs> Damn. You know what? That, that's, that's, that's how we're ending it today. This man. is sick. We're ending it just like that. Um, this is sick. Please follow us. I hope y'all want to follow us. Yes. <laughs> <For> all <laughs> the host of pauses that come through, I promise you, I don't tweet like this. Oh. It's not that. Like, pause only comes up on this podcast. Like, I don't say pause that much. But the podcast has a lot of pause moments. I don't know. We just got to blame our toxic masculinity or something. Toxic. <laughs> the toxicity. <laughs> Blame it on this that, podcast, man. but where can they find you at Ronnie J? I'ma tell y'all once. <laughs> and I ain't never gonna have to tell y'all again. Mm-hmm. It ain't changing. It's been the same for a while now, boss. Ronnie J fifty two. Hold up, wait, wait, wait. Hey. On everything. On everything. <laughs> on everything. Check them out there. Follow me at underscore Harvard Dropout. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at turn on the tape underscore. Follow us as we showcase athletes doing amazing things in their communities. Uh, everything from them giving back to their entrepreneur uh, endeavors, all the businesses that they own, all the people they support, all the families that they feed, uh, and all the communities that they enrich and empower to be uh, more than what society would have them to be uh things of that nature so we just want to make sure we shout those people out that is our mission here at turn on the tape uh so please follow us check us out we appreciate everything this is turn on the tape episode 18 we out of here